Hey everybody, thanks for joining again today. Welcome back. And so today uh, we're going to finish up Stephen's uh, speech to those who had accused him of speaking blasphemous words. Um, We've spent several sessions on this, but today we're going to wrap it up. Stephen has told the council over those sessions all about their own history, which I always think is kind of interesting that someone else is telling you about your history. Uh, Now he's going to get right to the point of the whole section here. And that point is how their forefathers and they themselves have handled the prophets, have handled the law, and have handled Jesus, the Son of God. And as he tells them this, they're certainly not going to like what he has to say. So let's read our text, Acts chapter 7, verses 51 through 60. That's Acts 7, 51 through 60. You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who foretold the coming of the just one, of whom you now have become the betrayers and murderers, who have received the law by the direction of angels and have not kept it. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven, saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. They cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, ran at him with one accord. They cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord Do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. They had resisted God. But not only that, they had resisted the truth of God's word. Stephen doesn't hold anything back. He calls them stiff-necked, uncircumcised in their ears, resisting the Holy Spirit, just as their fathers did. That had to hurt. That had to hurt, but it was the truth. He continues, your fathers persecuted the prophets, killed those who told them about the just one, about the Messiah who was to come. You have become betrayers and murderers. How? By crucifying, being a part of crucifying and putting to death Jesus. You received the law that you say you hold so high, but the fact is you haven't kept it. Obviously, they didn't like that. In fact, the text says it made them furious. They were cut to the heart. What an interesting statement there, because we read that statement in Acts chapter 2. When on the day of Pentecost, Peter was preaching and the people uh, realized that they had been part of crucifying Jesus, and it says they were convinced and they were cut to the heart. In that case, they were cut to the heart and it caused them to do what God wanted them to do and be obedient. They repented and were baptized. But here, these are being cut to the heart, and instead of repenting and being baptized, it hardened their heart. It made them angry and turned that anger against Stephen, gnashing at him with their teeth. 
This must have really scared Stephen, right? I don't think so. Not according to what the text shows, because it says next Stephen being full of the spirit. He doesn't get rattled. He sees into heaven, and as he sees into heaven, he sees God and Jesus standing at God's right hand. What a comfort for him in this time of when they're rushing, getting ready to rush him. He tries to explain to these so furious with him about what he sees. And at that point, they cry out with a loud voice. They stop their ears and they run at him with one accord. Now, I want you to please get a mental picture of this. Here are these men who sit in the council, who think they're so much better than everybody else. Now they're so dignified, but here they are. They're running. They're crying out. I picture them as people running towards Stephen with their fingers in their ears, not wanting to hear anything else. How like our world today are people who don't want to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. They plug their ears. They won't listen. But these didn't stop there. They chased Stephen out of the city and they stoned him. Again, don't miss another point here. Who is with those who are stoning him? It says they came and laid their clothing at the feet of a man by the name of Saul, Saul of Tarsus, who in just a few chapters we're going to see becomes a Christian and becomes the apostle Paul. So as they're stoning Stephen, now he must be fearful, right? No. He cries out to Jesus, receive his spirit. You know, that reminded me of when Jesus was hanging on the cross and when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed this last. That's in Luke chapter 23, verse 46. But Stephen's example to these that are chasing him, to these that are coming to try to kill him. He says this before he stoned to death. He kneels down and cries out, Lord, do not charge them with this this sin. Then he breathes his last. Where had Stephen learned this? Back to the cross, back to Jesus. When Jesus said on the cross in Luke 23, 34, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. Stephen had learned the examples of Jesus. And as we finish this chapter, I would like to just encourage us, may we today learn the examples that Jesus left for us. And may we become more Christ-like each and every day of our lives. Thanks for being here today. Hope you have a great day.